I am currently at the World Tango Championships in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Are you competing? Unfortunately, not. I wanted to compete. I took a lesson, but uh, I'm going to need some more lessons before I enter the competition, apparently. Welcome back to the Argentina Project Podcast, brought to you by the Wilson Center. I'm your host, Benjamin Gadan. And I'm your producer, Katie Hopkins. Today on the podcast, Stephen Kaplan joins me by phone from the International Tango Festival in Buenos Aires. Unfortunately, not to compete in the festival. He's doing research for his upcoming book. Stephen is a global fellow at the Wilson Center's Latin American program. He's a professor at George Washington University. And fortuitously, he was in Buenos Aires during the recent headline-grabbing primaries. In our interview, Stephen offers on-the-ground insights about the primaries and what needs to be done to stabilize markets after dramatic reaction to the vote. On to the interview. Now, Stephen, while you've been in Buenos Aires, other things have gone on other than the tango competition. I refer, of course, to Sunday's primaries, which in Argentina are rather odd. These are not an election for candidates to represent parties, but rather... They're open primaries and and folks vote with their feet. Whichever party's primary they participate in is seen as a pretty powerful signal of what candidate they'll support in the election in October. The results were pretty surprising. The reaction has been stark. Can you just give us a sense of the climate, the atmosphere, and how you experienced the election? Sure. Uh, It's actually been very interesting to be here in person and see the change from last week into this week as I met with uh, uh, many people, uh, those folks, current government officials, working uh, with Macri, there's definitely sort of a palpable <laughs> sense of tension and nerves to some extent, right? Leading into the elections, I think most from the Macri camp were hoping to have sort of a five percentage point differential somewhere in there. And certainly, I think the fact that it was 15 percentage points or even greater was was unexpected. Now, I'm in Washington, but my contacts in Buenos Aires have described not just the sense of despair among those who are supporters of Mauricio Macri, but also a real sense of panic. The stock market you know, fell more than 30 percent. The currency was battered on the day after the election. What is the scene? Yeah, I think to some extent, certainly, you know, the market reaction has been very dramatic, perhaps as dramatic as the tango competition that I've been watching here, (laughs) moving uh, quite quickly uh, from from one direction to the other, you know, plummeting quite a lot in the last day or so. But I would say that particularly, you know, in talking, having some conversations uh, with people more from the, 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 the Paranist side of things, and reading sort of the, the financial market reaction, et cetera. In general, financial markets don't like uncertainty, right? So certainty would be for Macri to do pretty well within the primaries and then have a continuation of economic policies moving forward. Um, you know, there's sort of a lot that's been written, particularly from a financial market standpoint, that has been binary, right? Uh, if Macri sort of does not win, this means we're returning to sort of the populism of the Kirchner era. I'm not sure if that's necessarily the case. There's certainly greater uncertainty, but don't forget there's also sort of a more moderate strain of heronism. If that moderate strain uh, that Alberto Fernandez represents, that Massa represents, you know, to what extent they will govern and stay in line with some of the economic reforms that have gone on. Obviously, there'll be some departure, um, but it's not clear uh, if it's as extreme as markets are perceiving it. What are the greatest fears of markets that have provoked this extraordinary response? I mean, you used to work at the Federal Reserve, Stephen. One of the fears seems to be an end to independent central banking in Argentina. There's questions about fiscal discipline and whether Argentina's critical relationship with the International Monetary Fund could be maintained um, with a government that is not known for 
uh, its deficit hawks. What do you see as, as breeding the anxiety? Yeah, so I think the first thing to remember is currency markets are notably volatile <laughs> um, compared to interest rate markets or bond markets, which you know tend to sort of, particularly domestic bond markets, have better expectations in terms of uh, where things tend to go over time. Currency markets always have a tremendous amount of volatility and are known to react to uh, events uh, like, like the primaries that we're seeing today. So I think the fear, certainly, as you highlighted, it is departure from IMF reform, uh, departure from some of the macroeconomic orthodoxy that we've seen implemented, including uh, monetary policy more recently. Um, but I, do, I, I would you know, stress uh, to think about also the uh, origins of Alberto Fernandez as well. I mean, he was cabinet chief under Nestor Kirchner uh, during the 2000s coming out of Argentina's last crisis where they oversaw a budgetary surplus, where they were quite fiscally disciplined, uh, that departure from fiscal discipline uh, really began to happen uh, with the transition to the Christina Kirchner administration, right? And so that's why I highlight there's a lot of uncertainty here, um, but it's not clear if there'll be a complete break with macroeconomic reform. Also, given the size of the package, you know, it's quite likely that the government will continue to have relations with the IMF moving forward. It's just a question of what will happen with targets within the program, et cetera. But I don't know if this election necessarily signals a break with IMF reforms or policies. Stephen, it seems to me that what you just said would be nice to hear from Alberto Fernandez. Right. Yes. So certainly the things, I guess, if you're a market watcher, if you're watching Argentina, the thing to look out for would be a, a comparable kind of scenario that we saw with Lula back in 2002 in Brazil, where markets were quite... Uh, you know, had a lot of trepidation regarding uh, what would Lula do coming into office in Brazil if he would depart from the orthodoxy that Cardoso had followed. Would there continue to be macroeconomic discipline or not? Um, at that time, Lula, instead of having a letter of intent with the IMF, had a letter of intent with the Brazilian people where he signaled the continuation of economic policy moving forward. Certainly, the time would be ripe <laughs> for such a motion from the Fernandez squared camp in coming months. And there was a congratulatory message that came from the very same Lula to Alberto Fernandez that he reacted to recently. Most of the folks observing it sort of saw that as kind of leftist solidarity, maybe a signal um, that the Alberto Fernandez administration would come in and challenge the anti-corruption drive in Argentina as partisan driven. It seems like maybe you can spin it a different way and say there's something to have learned from Lula's election long ago that would be useful for this potential transition. Certainly. And what I would like to highlight is just the uncertainty, right? So it's quite possible that Fernandez goes down the path, as you suggest, Yes, that would be a departure from orthodoxy and some of the anti-corruption campaigns, et cetera. But it's also sort of, particularly on the macroeconomic front, I don't think it's clear what will happen yet. To your point, if we go through another month or two leading in the elections and we don't get any kind of signals from a Fernandez administration about the IMF program or a potential Fernandez administration, if there's no such Lula light signaling, then that can be perhaps something uh, that would be a greater source of concern moving forward. But to some extent, markets notoriously overreact, and there is tremendous uncertainty, but we don't know exactly where things will head, particularly given that we do have sort of a Paranus camp that has been more united than it has been in a while. And within that unified front, there are both moderates and people that are traditionally uh, more ideological. And it's hard to know who will win out, particularly given Argentina's history and parents' history 
of essentially being uh, more oriented towards uh, Peronism as a party ID than necessarily a set of principles or ideas. Usually ideology within Peronists can vary greatly over time, as we saw from Menem, um, and the vacillation occur from Menem through to the Kirshners. Before we conclude, I mean, we're looking long-term here at how the administration of a potential Fernandez-Fernandez government would manage the economy. You're a predatory, naturally uh, optimistic guy, um, and even amid the anxiety over just Argentina surviving financially over the next weeks and months before a December inauguration, you seem to, to think that things will stabilize and that this market overreaction, as you've called it, will eventually calm and maybe calm because of some more helpful signals from Roberto Fernandez. Tell me, how does Argentina survive the next days and weeks if it increasingly appears that this transition is taking place? Sure. And what I should underscore is it doesn't mean we won't have uncertainty and volatility uh, moving forward. I just think there may be a bit of overshoot as we're seeing now. Undoubtedly, with the election results itself, that's going to weigh on investor confidence, on consumer confidence. Uh, that could translate to further sluggish economic growth um, headed into the election as well. So there's certainly concerns uh, about Argentina from a credit perspective. But I think the initial reaction, until we know more, it's not clear uh, which way Argentina will ultimately pivot. I don't think it's as simple as a binary uh, populism or no populism answer, right? There may be sort of a uh, middle ground path we need to wait and see and find out. But until then, Certainly, we will see financial volatility. Professor Stephen Kaplan, George Washington University, joining us by phone from Buenos Aires at the World Tango Competition. Yes, it's the World Tango Competitions. It's a preliminary uh, day today, and certainly the tango competitions are emblematic of what we've seen in Argentina the last few days, more emblematic than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Best of luck, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you very much. And thankfully, our producer is a wonderful editor. That's me, Katie Hopkins. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to the Argentina Project podcast on SoundCloud and sign up for our weekly newsletter at wilsoncenter.org slash weekly dash asado. Asado.